Shalom Rabbi Welcome to this uh, Yerucha segment on contracts and documents. We're going to have four uh, segments on Mipim First segment is going to deal with the different types of shtaris. Um, all these Shur and Bez Hashem will, will discuss case studies, different Dine Torah that came up in the Beisavad and other places that that was to be involved in. And um, we're going to be discussing the, the cases and, and various uh, applications of the halachas that we're going to learn. So the first segment discusses the questions of different types of shtaris. There's shtaris of Kasav Yodai, where a person says that he signs that he owes somebody money. There's a shtaris that have uh, witnesses signing on them. And then there's the question of Nemonis. So just to give a brief introduction, um, in Allah it says that when, when a person has a shtar, when a malva, lender, has a shtar against the loiva, the Allah is that the loiva will not be believed to say that he paid, unless he has uh, Adam that he paid, or unless the shtar was returned to him, or unless he has a shaver receipt. Um, with regard to shtar of we see in the in the Marimachimus that there's a big machlaikus about it, la'alacha, the label will probably be able to get out of paying. So there's a concept called nemonus, where the malva, where the, I'm sorry, the loiva grants nemonus to the malva. He says that the malva is believed to say that he, the loiva, hadn't paid, Unless uh, the loyva could prove it in one way or another, either the loyva has aid them to that say that he paid, or the loyva has a receipt. But uh, th that's where the concept of nemonus comes in. And it's uh, basically a standard practice, uh, at least it should be a standard practice, that for a star to include something about nemonus. It gives the malva nemonus over the loyva, because if star Xaviotli doesn't really have that much power unless you have the nemonus. So the story that we're going to discuss today goes as follows. We have. Um, when Malva came into Bezdin, he was trying to make a claim against uh, a guarantor, Arif. Um, the claim, he was trying to demand from the Arif around uh, four hundred thousand dollars. He claimed that the Arif owed him. Why did he say that the Arif owed him all that money? So there were two stars that he had. He had one star for hundred thousand dollars, and another star for hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, the star of $100,000 was against the loiva, and the, he had a star halva, and he had a heteriska, because there was interest in that star, so he had a star halva and a heteriska against the loiva. Let's call the malva Ruvain, the loiva is Shimon, and the arv is Levi. So the malva had a star halva against Shimon, and uh, of $100,000, and there was also a star arvus against Levi, which Levi signed uh, for the malva, for that hundred thousand dollars, then there was a star arvus of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which did not have attached to it any star halva. The malva did not have a star halva. The malva did not have a star had the risk. So again, we had two stars over here. One star was a star for a hundred thousand. The other star was a star for one hundred fifty thousand. In both cases, the malva had the guarantee star, but only in one case, with regard to the star of a hundred thousand, did he have the star halva against the loiva with the had the risk. Now, the Malva had various, uh, in addition to, the, to these two stars, which adds up to $250,000, it was also $150,000 of accrued interest, which the Malva was demanding from the, the guarantor. Now, the guarantor said as follows. He said, I, I recall signing on this $100,000 star. That's true. I signed the star of Arvis. And basically the story was that the, the Leva was an individual who, um, who was in serious trouble and he was not able to pay. 
and that's why the mob was coming to the guarantor. The, the guarantor admitted that he that this this uh, that he, he had known about the star at the beginning. He signed it, and the malva um, and and and, the, and the, 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 when the lawyer stopped paying, he had started paying the malva. At some point, he stopped paying the malva many years ago. And with, with regard to that star, he basically admits uh, that he has culpability. But he had made a significant payment towards that star. However, with regard to the hundred fifty thousand dollar star, the Arab says as follows. He says, "I remember." that the Malva came to ask me, I'm sorry, the Loiva came to ask me to sign for an additional $50,000 of guarantee. So what I recall was that I had signed $100,000 of, of guarantee and then he asked me for an additional $50,000. I don't recall ever having signed that $50,000 and I recall at the time having had the impression that I did not sign that star. So in other words, the Arif is saying he doesn't even, he, re, he remembers that there was some kind of discussion about signing another $50,000 of guarantee. He does not recall whether he actually signed that star. In addition, the Arif is saying that uh, he certainly did not sign an additional $150,000 guarantee. So you can't, you can't be based on both of these stars combined. You can't combine both of these stars. If anything, Possibly I signed $150,000, which was meant to replace the $100,000 star. So now we have three questions over here. One question is the $100,000 star and the payments made towards that star. The next question is the $150,000 star. Do we accept it for $50,000? Do we completely throw out that star? And the, next, the third question is with regard to the ribus um, that accrued in, in all these intervening years. So, now, the, this was the tainas of the Arif. Now, the Malva said as follows. He said, I have the impression that I actually made two separate stars. Why? I don't recall specifically having made two halva uh, of $250,000. I'm not sure that I did that. However, I do have written down in my ledger that there's a, there's a notation where there's a $100,000 khayif, and then there's a notation where there's a $150,000 khayif. So he's basically, the Malva was basically trying to claim, based on his ledger, that uh, that that, uh, that supports basically his contention that you have this uh, combined $250,000 claim. However, the, 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 when we looked, the best in uh, examined the ledger, it was not 100% clear that the ledger supported the Malva. There were several uh, discrepancies and unusual things going on in the ledger, which we were not able to uh, reconcile 100%, so we weren't really able to use the ledger to provide a, a basis for the Malva's claim that he had $250,000 combined. Now, so let, let's start off with the question of the $150,000 star. So there, there are a few issues with this star. Issue number one is that the star does not have a star halva attached to it. So there's a very interesting Nasivus. That the Nasivus makes the following point. The Nasivus says that if Arev tells the, gives the Malva permission to lend to Aloiva uh, an amount of money, and the Arev tells the Malva, I want you to lend the money with a star. And the, he admits that he made this uh, guarantee. He guaranteed $100,000 to a Malva. However, he instructed the Malva to make Alva with a star. And then the Malva never ended up getting a star from the Loiva. So the Nasivus writes that the Malva will never be able to collect that guarantee from the Arif. Even though the Arif admits that he told the Malva to lend the money to the Arif and that he would guarantee it, however, the Arif does not have to pay on his guarantee. The reason is because since the, the Arif insisted that the Malva lend with a star, 
we assume that the reason why the Arev asked for this was because the Arev wanted to be able to go ahead and, and, and reclaim that money from the borrower if he ever ended up paying for his guarantee. So he wanted the Malva to have a valid star, in which case if he paid for his guarantee, he would go ahead and take that star back from the Malva. He would use that star to prove to the Loiva that he, the Arev, made a payment. However, if the Malva did not get a star from the Loiva, the Arev will never be able to have a valid star against the Loiva. Because of that, we have a umdana. We have we 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 make we make a, a, an assumption that the Arif never intended to 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 guarantee this halva unless the malva took a star. So that certainly applies even in a bigger fashion in our case. In our case, the star arva said specifically that there is an, a, a star halva attached to this star. It was actually supposed to be on the other side of the star arva. So that the bezin assumed was lavdafka. But there had to be some kind of star halva somewhere. Because without a star alva, the, the Arif would never be able to collect according to the Nasivis. Additionally, even more than that, in this case, in the star Arvus, the star Arvus never indicated who the Loiva was. So even, even if we accept the fact that the, that the Arif signed the star Arvus and he obligated himself to pay, but we, we, the, the Arif would never be able to go ahead and reclaim that money from the, the Loiva because we, we, he has no way of proving who that Loiva is. So therefore, it's, it's, it, the Bezden Paskin, according to Nasibas, this star of $150,000 is null and void. Now, with regard to the ribbis of, of the, of the Hatteriska, so this is actually a very interesting Chiddush, which doesn't really have to do with, with the, the, the general topic, but it's important to just point this out, uh, parenthetically, that the, this Dintaira, it was Nishadish, a very big Chiddush as far as Arvis on Hatariska. Um, there's a big uh, question among the Rabbanim how to construct Arvis for Hatariska. Do you have to make a special kind of Hatariska that's specifically um, constructed with an Ariv in mind, or it, is it sufficient to have a regular standard Hatariska and then have the Ariv sign as a guarantor on the standard Hatariska? What emerged from this entire was that although perhaps as far as the Isser of Ribas is concerned, the Ariv would be allowed to pay um, Ribas on the Heter Iska as a result of his guarantee, even if it was a standard Heter Iska, with regard to the Malva trying to force the Ariv to pay, it would be practically impossible for the Malva to force the Ariv to pay in Bezdin for Ribas of Heter Iska, if the Hatariska if the if the Hatariska was not constructed specifically with the Arab in mind, then there's a special way that it has to be constructed. This is because when it comes to voluntarily paying interest on Hatariska, the question is a question of Isr Vahatar, and one has the right to rely on Sheetas which which allow one to do so. However, with regard to um, forcing somebody to pay, um, if there are any Sheetas which take the position that this payment would be considered ribas, which there are, if the Hatterisk was not constructed in a specific way, which is a little bit complicated to get into, Lamaisa, um, since there are Sheetas that say that he, that, he, that he would not be out, that it would be considered ribas if he paid, the, the, the Ari would be able to say Kimli to get himself out of paying. Now we come to the question of Nemonis. So we, we spoke about the, the issue of the Shtar of $150,000. We brought up the, the issue of the Nasivas. There was another issue that Bezin discussed, which is very important, which may not have been that relevant since anyways, like we said, according to the Nasivas, the Shtar of $150,000 is, is null and void. But there's another issue that's very important to discuss, which has a lot of ramifications with regard to constructing Shtaris and writing them once.
We spoke about the concept of nemonus, where a borrower grants the lender a certain level, a certain uh, assumed level of trust if, the, if the, the lender claims that the borrower did not make a payment. And we said that that's a very important thing to have in a star of Ksav because the star of Ksav is not it would not be effective against the claim of payment on, uh, by the borrower unless the borrower uh, unless the borrower grants the special nemonos to the malva. So, in in this case, we had a situation where, like we said, the star of one hundred fifty thousand dollars had a had had a had, had a we had a star of a guarantee. We did not have the star of itself. The, now the the star arvos had a nemonos in it. The Ariv had granted. Nemonus to the Malva in the Shtar Arvus to say that, that, that there was no payment. So, besides for the question of the Nasivas, there was another reason that the Bezdin considered to invalidate the Shtar of $150,000. That reason is because since the Shtar Halva is not here, even if we don't go with the Nasivas that we assume the Ariv did not grant the Malva Nemonus in this case, there's another question. Perhaps the reason why the Malva does not have a Shtar against the loiva, perhaps the reason why the shtar halva is not here is because the loiva actually paid the malva back $150,000. So, <clears throat> with regard to that question, one could have argued that since the shtar arvus has in it nemonus, perhaps the nemonus overrides this concern, even though normally when the malva doesn't have a shtar, that causes us to suppose that perhaps the loiva made a payment. But in this case, the Malva was granted specifically that he's believed to say that the Arif did not pay. So, based on that, um, the, the, there's a very strong question that perhaps the, 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 even though the Shtar Alva is not here, we would not, we would not be suspicious that the Loiva paid since there's a Namonis in the Shtar Arvis. However, there's a very important Ranach. The Ranach writes that in the case where uh, Arev, he's actually talking about a very similar case. So Arev granted a Malva Nemonus. And he said that you're Nemon against me to say that this loan is not paid. So the Ranach says something very interesting. He says that even though the, the concept is that the Malva is Nemon to say that the, that the Halva was not paid, that the payment was not made, but the Ranach writes that when, 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 with regards to Nemonus, we try to limit the Nemonus as much as possible. We only accept the Nemonus as, as much as it's, it's, it's clear that the Nemonus was, was, was intended to include. In this case, since the, the Arev, the guarantor, writes <clears throat> that the Malva is believed against me, we interpret that to mean that the Malva is only believed to say that the Arev, the guarantor, did not make a payment. However, if there's a question whether or not the Loiva, the borrower, made a payment, with regard to that question, the Malva was never granted Nemonus by the guarantor. In other words, again, the point of the Renach is he limits the guarantee as much as possible. He says whatever it's clear that the guarantee includes, that's what the guarantee includes. I'm, I'm sorry, whatever it's clear that the, the monos includes, that's what the monos includes. We don't extend the monos any further. So even if it's slightly mashma in the monos that it, it includes any form of payment, since the since the, the it could be interpreted to mean that the the, the nemonus is only against. To, to, to be believed to say that the Arif himself didn't pay, so therefore we say that if there's a concern that perhaps the Loiva paid, the Namanus would not cover that possibility as well. So that's an important clause with regard to Namanus. In other words, it's important 
for the Malvah to cover all angles when it comes to Nemanis. Another very important role that Nemanis played in this entire was with regard to the payments made on the $80,000 star. And this is a very interesting point, <clears throat> which is somewhat uh, connected to our topic, but it's a very interesting concept. We have over here, you'll recall, we have these two stars. We have $100,000 star and $150,000 star. Now, we said before that the, the guarantor had already made a number of payments, significant payments, towards some of the, one of these stars. We don't know which one. Now, generally, there's a concept called Satroi. If, if, a, if a lender has two documents in his possession, he has one document, I'm sorry, if a lender has a document in his possession saying, against the borrower, saying the borrower owes him $100,000, and, and the borrower claims that he paid, he paid $100,000 to, to the lender. The lender has the right to say that was for a different loan. That was for a, a mobile pet, a loan that did not have a star. Why? Because since the lender has the star in his hands, and the borrower has not proven with Adam that he made a payment, so the, the lender could, could have denied the existence of this payment in the first place. It could have said, you never paid me anything. So even if the lender admits to having been paid, he could claim he was paid for a different loan. Now, if the borrower could prove with Adam that he made a payment, that would be a different story. Then the lender would not be able to be believed to say that there was a different loan that did not have a star connected to it. And, and the, the borrower would be able to get off scot-free. However, if the star halva has no monos, then the halacha is different. And even if there are adim that say that the borrower made a payment, the lender would still be believed to say that he had a different loan and that payment was for the other loan. Unless the adim specifically remember that the payment was for this star. That's the concept of sutroi. When you have nemonos, when the Malva has Namonus in his star, even if you have Adam that there was a payment, the Malva will be able to concoct another Halva. In this case, since the Arev, the guarantor, is trying to patter himself by claiming that he made payments, and those payments were not specified which star they were going towards, even though we said the Besden disqualified the star of $150,000, the Besden said that star is null and void, however, the Malva is believed to say, oh, I had a different star. That, I mean, and even if I didn't have a different star, I made that loan. I know that I made that loan. So therefore, if the Malva would say with, clear, with clarity that he made that loan, then he would have a very strong case over here based on the Namonus of the star, which would override the payment of the Arif. However, in our case, the Malva was not sure that he made that loan, and therefore, this, this, uh, this Namonus didn't really help him that much. Another important point that the Dayanan discussed was... Something which to me was a big chiddush in the halachas shtaris and the halachas of contracts, which is as follows: Like we see in the Mar Mekaymas, there are two different types of contracts. There's an IOU, and there's a um, star that was signed by Adam by witnesses, which have uh, very uh, divergent halachas. Like we spoke about as far as uh, claiming that a payment was made. There's a big difference, and we also saw importantly that Adam are not allowed to sign on a contract if there are blank spaces which could lead to forgery and fraud. Whereas an individual has a right to sign a contract against himself, even though that contract has blank spaces and the fraud could be perpetrated by the other party, the individual has a right to do that because 
it's his own uh, issue. He's, he's going ahead and causing himself damage, which is not anybody else's affair. If he wants to do that, that's his own, uh, that's his own uh, prerogative. So, with regard to this uh, contract that we were discussing, uh, both the $100,000 contract and the $150,000 contract, these were constructed very interestingly. They were, you, you had, um, basically the contract was, was started off as an IOU. It was a, a contract signed by the guarantor himself, and, and in the case of the Star Alvo, it was signed by the, the borrower himself. And then, right after the signature of the liable party, you had the signature of witnesses. So the witnesses signed immediately after the signature of the liable party. So, and and the, the language of the contract was the language of the guarantor, that the guarantor was obligating himself. It was, it was a, um, he, was, he was speaking about his own obligation rather than being the language of the witnesses discussing something that they had observed. So, and, and these contracts both did have those blank spaces, we didn't have the, the, all, all, the, all the specifics that the Chachamim instructed to have in a star to prevent fraud were not, uh, were not, were not uh, extant in these stars. So the question was whether we should um, disqualify these stars and, and consider them null and void on account of the fact that these stars could be used fraudulently um, and the and the, witness, the the signatures of the witnesses could be misused. So the one of the Dayanim, his name was Rav Baruch Rosenberg Shlita, he's a very big, um, world famous Dayan. He ruled that that the intention of the Adim was not, in, in this case, since the body of the Shtar discussed a personal obligation that the guarantor obligated himself, and it seemed to be an IOU kind of Shtar. So even though the, the witnesses signed right after the signature of the liable party, namely the guarantor, the witnesses' intention was not to testify to the actual subject matter at hand. They did not intend to claim that they witnessed this uh, guarantee or Kenyan or the loan. That, that wasn't their point. Their point was that they were signing that that signature is a valid signature. Um, Meaning that, the, and because of that, we wouldn't have all these issues that the, the signatures of the witnesses could be misused because they, they're not testifying to the actual event that transpired. They don't intend to be saying uh, testimony about the, the, the subject at hand. They just are, are testifying regarding the validity of the signature of the cosigner, of the guarantor. And therefore, it would not be subject to all of the limitations that we find in the Shulchan Aruch that a star of, uh, that has Adem witnesses is subject to. So this is a very important psak. It's a it's a very broad psak. It was it was it, I was I was somewhat uh, taken aback by the clarity with which he said it. Um, it was not clear to me that this would be fall under the category of of a, of a star which witnesses are attesting to the validity of the signature. I thought that p- perhaps we could uh, interpret the star as being, as, as, as the witnesses uh, actually testing to, testifying about the subject matter at hand. And um, in the Myron Kaimis, you see that there's, there, there is a, a Shulchan Aruch that discusses such a case, but it's a little bit vague, and the, shul, the Shulchan Aruch is a little bit vague regarding the, you know, exactly how we determine what the intention of the witnesses was. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch just merely says, that if the witnesses did intend to t- testify about the matter at hand, then it has, then the, the contract has 
the status of the of the star that has witnesses on it rather than an IOU. However, the Shulchan Aruch does not clearly give us uh, directions about how to determine what type of star how to you know interpret the, the the intention of the witnesses with their signature. So uh, it, it's a big chiddush and it's, it's something to bear in mind when signing a contract. Um, and uh, generally speaking, um, when you when you do have when when you have just like in this case you have the, the body of the contract, the signature of the liable party, and then you have immediately the witnesses. Uh, you know, th- there we have this ruling of Rabbi Rosenberg Shlita who says uh, that it's not considered a star of Adam. However, um, generally speaking, I would put in the star two lines before the before the signature of the Adam saying, um, you know, what they. Well, th- th- that they actually witnessed the matter at hand and the valid Kenyan was performed in their presence, in which case uh, I would think that that star would be considered a star with Adam rather than a simple IOU. But, but in that case, we have to just also remember that the, the spaces in the, in the body of the star may not make such a big difference. That's not, it's not understand clear to me because the Adam are, are, are signing just on the last two lines. But th- that's, that's a question that's outstanding and, and it's, uh, it's, it's important to bear in mind that you may, if you have uh, Adam at the end of your star, you may run into an issue of uh, if you have blanks in your star. Um, okay, thank you for listening and uh, looking forward to the next few shiurim.